Welcome, welcome. It's a one nine hundred hustler. Or we got what you need. I got what you want. Oh, I was just listening to that. <laughs> you got what you need. Yes. Can I get another shot? What you get? I make it. Yes, with that. We're back, y'all. Yes. Episode thirty three. No. This one's going to be a good one. This one is like a four-part yeah. one. Yes, but we broke it down. Yes, we did. So today, y'all going to get the first part. We're going to get into it. You know what I'm saying? But first, it's your two hostess with the mostest. Yes. Right? Miss Blanco, a.k.a. the Young Girl by Goddess, a.k.a. your favorite brown sugar ball day. Excuse me. She gets one every episode. Just <laughs> Everyone, every yeah, time. That, yeah, it's yeah, the Prosecco. Yeah. I'm telling you. Prosecco makes me burp so bad, but I cannot stop drinking it. On my mass Mondays, I usually try to like burp on the low in between Be comments. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but it's your girl, Brody J, a.k.a. Little Clappers, a.k.a. Baby Stallion. <laughs> yes. And we are definitely on episode 33. And we've been moving diligently and moving swiftly um, to really bring you guys some new content. And I think we switched it up with our bevies of the day yes. if you guys know that we used to do the garter straps of the day which was a word from the alphabet so this time around we thought we would switch it up and give you guys a little bit of letters okay of beverages that you can make Take so, and make. right so maybe if you're listening to the episode and you want to make yourself a cocktail boom we about to give you one this is it so, of course, we start with the letter A. And, uh, you know, just a simple one. It's not too difficult, not too many ingredients. You probably, if you have, you know, you're a drinker, you probably have all these ingredients in your crib already for the most part. First drink, Bevy, is the Apple Teeny. Yeah. A.K.A. the Adam's Apple Teeny because I believe the bartender that created it, his name was Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, the guy named but how Adam. do you get that? How do you get the traction to have a beverage named after you that you randomly made? Like, how do you do? You have to promote that a certain kind of way, I wonder, or like showcase I, it to a I particular think you company. Do. I think you just you just like really go hard and promoting yeah. it, and if people like really fuck with it, then eventually over time it'll be like, oh, we want to have that drink here. Or you definitely, I would think you'd have to do the proper paperwork. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. the patent or whatever trademark. Yeah. Like, look, this is a drink I created. This drink wasn't here before. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? I have it happen sometimes, just not like that. But when I'm bartending, if somebody's like, oh, I don't really know what I want, um, but I like sweet and I like whiskey mm -hmm. and can you just make me something? And if anybody doesn't know, Brown Sugar Baldi is a licensed bartender. Yes, I am. Plug that in. So if yes. you need one for your event, hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so generally, I feel like that's how it happens. Right. People who don't know what they want mm -hmm. will ask you, like, oh, well, you're the bartender. Can you, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, over time, you know, like, 
what goes with darks? What goes with lights? What's, what's sweet? What's sour? What can mm-hmm. I mix if I don't have sour mix or this or that? You know what I'm saying? Right. So people will ask you. I've made drinks and randomly on the spot, they'll be like, oh my God, what is this? And I'm like, it's the B. And then everybody for the rest of the night is coming up to the bar like, you made my friend this drink and uh-huh. I really want one. And what's it called? The beat? Like, oh my God, can you, you know what i Is I'm that saying? like your specialty cocktail beverage that yeah, you make? Like it's my, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. It's, my, it's a little frothy. Okay. Sweet, looks light, kind of like a Cosmo a little bit, but it's not. Okay. But yeah, and all people right. will be Well, you never oh, made me God. a B. That's because I don't be having you, all the shit. You B. Okay, well then I think you need to come here with all the stuff. I really, to be honest with you, I was telling myself I need to just get myself a whole little. You need a little cooler in your car. I I need a whole little thing. Because anytime, my mom thinks I'm a lush because I travel with prosecco in my car. (laughs) I keep bottles of prosecco in my trunk. One deck, I do. You have to. I always at least have one bottle of prosecco in my car. It might be warm. But it's in but there. It's there. We could just got to get ice. <laughs> but I feel like even when I had a rental car, my mom said, like, you put a bottle of Prosecco in this car? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to have it for a couple of days. It's I don't know same. what I'm walking into. So I'd rather be prepared. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I would agree. I think I actually should. I was telling myself that, like, oh, I need to do that for Yeah. I need to I need to start keeping, you know what I'm saying, just stuff on deck. So what's in this apple tea, honey? Yeah. So we got vodka. Is your base. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, this is specifically for an apple teeny. We know with martinis, it's generally gin or vodka. Straight like that. Generally gin or vodka. But this one is vodka. Apple schnapps, we've all seen it. It's that green, real hard green liqueur color. Calvados, which is a brandy made from apples. That'll give you that extra on top of the vodka because we know martinis is heavy as is. Mm-hmm. And then your Cointreau, which is another liqueur. I believe Cointreau is, has like an orange taste to it. Don't give me uh, the lion, but I'm pretty sure it does. And there are alternatives as well. So if you don't have the apple schnapps, the Calvados, the Cointreau, you can use apple cider. You can use apple juice. Me, personally, I would not recommend apple juice. Um, apple cider, maybe, yes, but I wouldn't recommend apple juice. Um, and then a granny apple slice. And you know, you put it in your nice little martini glass, big one or little one, and get your little sip on and have a good time. And it's a pretty drink, too. It's one of those. It's one of those pretty bevies. We all like a pretty bevy here and there. Absolutely. When I'm feeling fancy, I order martinis. Do you? Yeah. When I'm feeling fancy, definitely order martinis. You know, my regular the other day, what I had? Gin Mule. Okay. Yeah. That's called a... um... Okay, Kentucky's with Jameson. Mm-hmm. Damn it, and I know this because I order a Jim Mules all the all time. All the time, I was about to say, I would think <sighs> you, know you order Jim Mules I know, all regular, the time. okay, a mule is with regular, vodka. And that's the Moscow. Kentucky is with the Jameson, Jameson or some type of um, whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then the gin, what did the man tell me the gin was? Give me the lion. Um, I'm going to Google that really quick before we read. Gin Mule is called. It's a list of. It's a, like a list of them. And a I went mule. to a bar recently, mm-hmm. and the guy was so shocked when I went in there. And I was like, "Can um, I have?" I said to him, "I was like, I didn't think they had mules at the bar, mm-hmm. so Gin Buck. That's it. Oh, a Gin Buck. Gin Buck. Uh huh. Mm. Okay, so it's a Mexican mule." And that's with tequila. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Mule bourbon. Uh-huh. Gin Buck, which is with gin. Mm-hmm. Dark and Stormy dark is with dark rum. Dark rum. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. People like those dark and stormy. Yes. They made a lot of those too. Yes. Those are them. There's and there's there's a lot of there's a lot different kinds. There's spicy. You can do lavender. Mm. There's there's quite a few. But that's I always when I go to a bar I always order Kentucky. I love the lavender. Mm-hmm. I think we had the lavender gin drink at well, that. Uh, that's the um that's the I've had the lavender gin before. I remember when I sent you the picture when uh, I was at the liquor the store. Fused joint. The mm-hmm. It tastes good when it's made with a drink. By itself is disgusting. Because yes. mm-hmm. we did shots that, of it. And I was like, what, what the what hell? What place did we go to my birthday? That Mexican place. What's it called? June. Juno. 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 When we had the martini with that the with the el- with the, the elderberry, elder, yeah, yes. elderflower in there. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yep. yes. They, that was yes. seasonal. When I went back before, they didn't they have didn't it on have the menu. It. That drink was good. It was very too. delicious. Mm. It was very that good. Drink was good. Um, okay, so we are on angel number thirty-three. Yes, ma'am. So angel number thirty-three is an auspicious sign from your angels that you are in alignment with your divine creative source and able to manifest whatever you desire into form. When you when your angels send you a message containing a number with a high vibration like angel number 33 is a reminder of your connection to divine source and the ascended masters. When numbers are repeated in a series, they gain a great deal of power to influence people and events. When your angels and send you messages containing master numbers like 33, it is a sign that you are on the verge of a major creative breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Number 33 is considered a master number in numerology, which means that it resonates at a higher vibration than other numbers. Unlike most multi-digit numbers, master numbers are not reduced to a single digit by adding them together, mm-hmm. nor are they considered a mixture of the vibrational energies from which they are made. Master number 33 is generally called the number of the master teacher and resonates at a highly spiritual vibration. Angel number 33 resonates with the highly spiritual and creative vibration of root number three. Multiplied exponentially, number three is the number of creativity, self-expression, and the manifestation of creative talents. If the number three was expressed as a mental state, it would be the best thought of as joy and creative exuberance. When a number is repeated as the three is in master number 33, its vibrational essence is multiplied and its power to resonate throughout your life is greatly magnified. When your angels send you messages containing angel number 33, expect that your power to manifest and create will be heightened. Mm. Yes. So y'all 33, okay? Master. The master, and it's funny because um, my mom loves the number three, but that's because it has to do with the the divine spirit, you know, father, father, son, and the holy Holy spirit, Spirit. the holy trinity. So with her being more spiritual and in tune, Mm. she loves everything that has to do with like the number three. Even in my car, she's like, I don't want to do number two. I'll I'll make my seating placement number three, because God is going to protect me in this car. I said, praise him. I said, let's give it to the Most High. Yes, because God. You know, the Heavenly Father. Okay. Just give it to him. Okay. So what I do, I tell a girl, put it at number three. As long as you're going to be safe driving this whip, right. that's all I'm worried about, babe. Number three. We good. <laughs> do your thing, mamas. <laughs> number three it is. <laughs> so we slide it into our bust out. Y'all know every episode we do a bust out. We got to give praise and glory, you know what I'm saying, to somebody who out here doing it, out here getting it. And that is our homegirl, Amon. Yes, baby. Okay, almonds, aka Air, the aka is. Aaron. I was you just telling Aaron her no she has to come to the next Luxnick and come out because yeah, she, yeah, she I told her she has to come. She said she loves the park vibes. She loves the park, and they have a lot of dogs and stuff that were out there too. So I think she would really enjoy it. Yeah, and she could, you know, what I'm saying, so, yeah, exactly. And- <laughs> if we get there early and set up early enough, mm-hmm. so then when we're there, I noticed that like 
I got there a little too late, but I know we can get there earlier, mm -hmm. do our little setup, mm -hmm. break it down while the sun's still out, and then relax and be able to sit on the couches and watch right. the movie. Yeah. And still, she can get them yeah, cards Yeah, she can get out. her coins. So, she is the CEO owner of Barkery by Ace. Okay? Barkery by Ace. Guess that's Barkery, not Bakery. These are gluten-free pup delights. She started back in 2018, um, but didn't make it official until 2019. Her best friend, Cotton, was a huge part of her decision. Um, definitely got to make that be known. R.I.P. Cotton, always. That man showed us the love. Like, he did. Right really off the bat. off the strength. So, shout out to you for pushing Erin. You know what I'm saying? Um, and look at her now. Feel me? She out here getting it. Um, she, she has been cooking for humans since 12, and she doesn't feel like dogs are that much different, to be honest with you. Um, her main treat is the coconut, peanut butter, and coconut cookie. She also has banana almond crunch and pumpkin when it's in season. She uses fresh ingredients. Seasonal treat options will change. She bakes weekly, so she always has fresh cookies on her. Um, you'll definitely make, if you're in Philly, you may see her walking around the city, walking around the park. Um, she absolutely is always on the go, giving handing out treats and her card. Mondays and Thursdays, she's at Raven Lounge, selling to the comedians, okay, mm. and resident dogs. She currently has two package options. She has the sample package that contains three snack size treats for five dollars, or her Wolf Pack W O O F. Woof, woof. <laughs> her wolf pack that comes with five treats in total, four full size and one snack size for $15. So if you're interested, if your little doggo, your puppy needs some healthy, authentic, natural treats, hit up our girl. Her Instagram is at Barkery, B-A-R-K-E-R-Y. By B Y dot Ace A C E underscore. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. It's at B A R K E R Y B Y dot A C E underscore. Barkery by Ace. Okay, and get your dog treats. Mm hmm. And she can cook her ass off. So, I mean, I don't think she can go wrong. I need to just. I think she knows it. how to mix a little Get bit a of plate. the of our type of food with the dog food to make it healthy, mm -hmm. make it nutritious, make it make it something that your pup will love. Okay. I mean, why not? Because the dogs be wanting to eat all kind of stuff anyway. Not, right, and sometimes they be eating just anything. And feeding feeding dogs table scraps is like not a thing anymore. Back in the day, I definitely gave my little my dog table scraps. My dog ate that. Okay, we was old school. You want a little piece of chicken? Here go a little piece of chicken. Take this chicken, boy. You get what I'm saying? But now people are so conscious and health no, conscious like when it not. comes to their animals, especially now that you're getting more educated on ailments that your dog might come across mm -hmm. or, you know, why they might have seizures or why they might have these type of concerns. So for me, I think this is a, this is a great alternative, you know, to making sure your dog stays healthy and, and lives the I best life possible. I would agree. Yes. Okay. Get you some natural treats. So we already did, of course, our new thing, Bevy of the Day. We did our mm -hmm. angel numbers. We did our bust out. So now we're rolling into the thick body. And yes. tonight we are talking about toxicity mm -hmm. and the relationships and dating in 2021. Mm -hmm. Now, just to give you a disclaimer, this is going to be a four-part series. Four parts, guys. Okay? So we're going to break parts. this down. One, two, three, four. 
four episodes. Okay. All right, y'all? Because oh. I think that this topic that my good sis um, curated is something that we can all relate to, understand, break down, get some clarity around, maybe get new perspective, and then level up, okay? So please, please, please pay attention to these episodes because this shit is real. But before we get into the thick body, okay, I just have a comment I want to say for my listeners. We want to know what type of creative content you want to see from us. For real. Okay? Because we are revamping our social media page. Okay. We might be liable to have a little alternate website, something that you guys can maybe filter through to maybe you know access some of our content that gives you a, a, uh, a couple uh, clicks away from all of, our, all of our episodes and where we post our platforms you know and saying? maybe merging all of that together. We're going to come so, with some merch. Yeah, so we wanted to do on. some merch. So what is some of the things that you would want to see? I know that we talked about maybe potentially wanting to get involved in doing a tour. Mm -hmm. So definitely we want to know what you guys guys want to see let us know hear feel and understand from us okay okay so i'm gonna pass the torch because my sis um done did it with this little topic or whatever so i'm gonna let her be great now and segue us in because she 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 got it she got it well we all gonna be great because this is just one of them topics is it this is just one of them yeah it's just one of them topics. i'm thinking topics. i'm gonna get my nose pierced on friday for real Finally. Mm, finally. This, see, now, now just a real little side caveat because you should say that. I'm looking at your nose and I'm like, because God, I want one. how many years? <laughs> how many years? Yeah. She has been talking about getting yeah. this nose pierced mm -hmm. for how many years? For quite some time. Well over 10. How many well over years? 10. It went from belly button to nose. I done went through two damn nose piercings, okay? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to pull the plug on Friday. Friday the 13th, I'm going to pull it. Oh, it's Friday the yeah. 13th. And you know, they got all the deals and specials and stuff. Yo, yeah. I might have to go get another just because. Yeah, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on that one. Mm -hmm. All right, now we back into a toxicity. It's overuse and manipulation. So first of all, you know, all everybody could ask themselves, when did we first hear the term toxicity? Uh -huh. When did we first start getting into that? Because growing up, dating, you know what I'm saying? I've had my fair share of a few relationships here. And that was never a word that we generally used. It wasn't something that I saw or heard. And definitely not as much as I see and hear it now. Um, so for me, toxicity, I'll be honest with you. And I saw the term toxicity uh, coupled with like emasculation. Um, and this was from a feminist. This was from a feminist. And this was in like 2000, I don't know. I don't want to say 2014, maybe 2015, mm -hmm. 2014 or 2015. And I started seeing like, okay, this toxicity narrative. Now, mind you, again, this was from a large feminist community. Right. And it was... Related mostly, you know what I'm saying? It was mostly talked about in relation to, like, men. Right. You know what I'm saying? And men being toxic, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I mean, when did you first hear toxic? Let's start there. When did you first hear? Because, again, I say overuse and manipulation because at this point, I feel like that word is just being thrown around to justify all types of fuckery, bullshit, foolishness. And not to say that it's not mm -hmm. used correctly, but I feel like now it's like, all right, is it really toxic? 
is it really fucking toxic or is it just, you know what I'm saying, is it something else? Let's call it what it is if it's not really that. Mm, I think that, um, I, when did I first hear about math? You was about to say math. <laughs> she got math first I know, my mind is racing. I'm sorry. When did I think, um, I can honestly say, I feel like toxic became a word mm-hmm. probably in like the past like two, three years. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that. Like um, heavily used. I think that it kind of started projecting itself more so in music. Mm-hmm. And I feel one of the biggest influencers that I feel like used the word toxic or had that whirlwind of dealing with that. And I'm not saying she's, she's. I know people get sensitive about her, but I'm not saying that. But I feel like when Beyonce came out with Lemonade, I think that's really when toxicity was at its all-time high as it being a word and used and it used in relationships Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. used in regards to coworkers Mm -hmm. and used in regards to masking people taking accountability for how they might have caused the situation to be what it was Mm -hmm. or or. Or how they decided to stay in a situation knowing that that was not some situation they wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that Beyonce right. is the, the creator or the culprit of toxicity. I'm just saying that particular project, I think, stamped that idea, yeah. that idea, ideology yeah. for those who wanted to just use that word and mm. not really understand what it means to use that word. Right. Does that That's, make sense? Yeah, and you know what's crazy? I, would, I, I might agree with that. <laughs> I, mean, I might agree because, because I, one, we know Beyonce, we know Beyonce right. controls a lot. You know I what know we Beyonce. Know, you know what I'm saying? We know the girls. Yeah. All the girls yeah. love Beyonce. Like, we know that. So now when I think about it, and I feel like it was almost one of them things because... Beyonce was held on such a pedestal. Yes. Her and Jay-Z. Just yeah. this perfect... We saw them as having this, quote-unquote, perfect yeah. relationship. They're up there with the He's Barack the, and Michelle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's the queen. He's the king. Like, this is supposed to be mm-hmm. divine. I ain't and sorry. And when we found out... I ain't sorry. It wasn't <laughs> divine. <laughs> Nigga, nah. <laughs> when we found out right. it wasn't divine... Mm-hmm. I, I feel like all the girls were like, oh, we right. got to be like Beyonce. Right. And the thing is, you made the point that a feminist movement, and I'm not trying to, once again, I'm not pinpointing Beyonce. But when I tell you that that woman is a huge feminist and activist for women, for this toxicity to, to root from a feminist place... And then we had such a strong feminist create an album re- revolving around Literally. toxicity. <laughs> Literally. You get what I'm saying? And we sung that mother. And we sang the album. I'm, I listen to her album every, um, every time I come into work because it's part of my playlist rotation <laughs> when I'm at the shop. So I, I'm not knocking the project. I'm not saying what she said was wrong, right. anything like that. I'm just saying it added fuel to the fire when it came down to the cultivation of toxicity. Yeah. That's no, I it. would definitely agree. And I feel like when it's, when it's stuff like that, it allows us to kind of take those situations and like mm-hmm. place them into our lives. Like, oh, well, mm-hmm. that must be like me. Basically the same thing we do with damn social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, 
this is just like me. This is just, it's like, look, Justin, we all follow Justin. La boy? Yes, we all La boy? follow. We all follow Justin La boy. We know. Don't get me wrong. Some of the things on that page are hilarious. Right. Some of them are hilarious to the T. They crack me up. They bring me life. It's funny. But we know a lot of that shit is toxic, too. You know what I'm saying? And I try to think, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, where, where did this kind of, like, shift come from? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In dating. I feel like dating, like, it was cool. It's not to say dating was ever perfect, but I feel like it was, like, cool. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We was in college, getting out of college, early 20s. You know what I mean? I feel like all that was lit. And then, God, I don't want to say at that turn to lemonade, but at some turn, I feel like damn near a ton of relationships and a ton of dating mm-hmm. shit became toxic. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it was just like, no, I don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. Or I don't want to say what I really feel to you, but I'm going to go post it on social or I'm going to go tell somebody else. Yeah. Or I don't want to commit. You know what I'm saying? I kind of want to still play and do what I want to do, but I want you to be here. Like, just... A multitude of different shit, like, mm-hmm. just shifted. Like, the culture shifted in dating. You know what I mean? And so, don't get me wrong. There is there's definitely some toxic shit going on out here. We're not going to deny that. We're not going to act like it, there's not actual toxicity happening and manipulation happening. But you got to understand that. I don't, you got to understand, like, what's, what's really toxic. And sometimes, is it... The partner that's toxic, or is it you? Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you might be bringing the toxicity to yourself. I just feel like that's always yourself. just such a fine line um, between being toxic and not. Sometimes people like to coin toxicity. People like people to like use to toxicity to to. Um, okay. People like to say they'll use the word toxicity when somebody, for example, mm-hmm. I had to, I had to have somebody give me a little bit of reality check about me pushing the needle by wanting to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, I want to be in a relationship, blah, 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 blah. But then the person was like, I do too. Just not right now. Okay. Because it's on the list. Right. But it's not a priority on the list. There's other things that are precedent. Right. I think the average person who isn't maybe self-aware would be like, oh, my God, that's toxic. Like, you don't want to be with me. A former version of me would have said that. Like, what's wrong with you? Why? What's there's nothing wrong with me? Like, why why we we not? Exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then I think it then falls into. You saying that doesn't tell me that you don't want me. No, it doesn't. You saying that doesn't tell me that you don't want to see this blossom into something more. No, you just saying, hey, I want to slow it down. I just don't want to be aggressive in that aspect. Right because now. there's other things that are important to me right. as an individual. And I think sometimes people need to be a little bit more relaxed when they don't hear what they, what they want. want to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then they always want to coin it as it being the comfortable word. Oh, you just being toxic, nigga. Right. Or like, bitch, you just, you know, you being toxic. Like, and it's not that. I just think that sometimes recognizing, which is very hard, recognizing and accepting mm-hmm. where somebody is in their life does not make them toxic. Now, if you with somebody 
And they tell you, yeah, I want to be in a relationship with you. And y'all in a relationship and you think you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then they got other sexual partners. Wilding they still here. texting on their phone. They, they're, they're being emotionally negligent. negligent. You know what I'm you saying? What I'm and they're doing things that's maliciously against so what you guys have discussed. That's that. toxic. That's disrespect. You need to get that up is out of here. fucking chaos. You know what I'm saying? That, that's where you need to get That's where you need to be here. like, oh, I'm dealing with toxicity. But if you're just dealing with someone that wants to communicate and wants to stay on the same page and wants to make sure that you guys aren't jumping the gun on an idea, mm-hmm. y'all, that does not qualify as toxic. Period. Okay? People do not have to agree, disagree, and it automatically means we're toxic. We're toxic. Just always just remember that, please, y'all. Because I've been somebody who did not always think this as I think now. Mm-hmm. And I lived a toxic lifestyle. Because I did not want to accept what was said or I didn't want to acknowledge it or whatever the case may be. Just keep that in mind, people. Keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. No, that's the, I, think, I think you're absolutely right. I think a lot of us get, get in that kind of mental space where it's like, well, you're not giving me what I want and you know what I want. So you're toxic. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I think I've been here too. You know what I'm saying? Where it's been all like, oh, you're toxic. It's like, no, you're really not toxic because you've made it very clear. You've made it clear. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't like it. But at the end of the day, in a partnership, it's not about what you like yeah. and don't like all the time. And I it's had to have compromise. somebody tell me that. They told me flat out. They said, I have perspective and I have opinion in this as well. Okay. And that, that, was, that, was a, that was a little like a, a, like a, right, like a little gulp. Because it was like, when they said it out loud to, me, to me, it was like, oh, shit, you're right. It ain't all about my boisterous, big emotions. You're right. You do have an opinion, babe. It's about you do us. have perspective, hon. It's so about you tell us. me what you, what you think and what you feel it's because you're absolutely right. Us. And I think that's important. It is. Here, experiencing that, and honestly, for the first time, not, no, let me take that back. That wasn't the first time I experienced that. That was the first time I experienced it and was ready to receive that. Very said go. to me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So where it was like, all right, you know what? You're right. Let me, let me pipe it down. Mm-hmm. Let me take a step back. And sometimes that's the timing is a thing. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we're not always ready to receive the things that are being given to us. And again, that does not make it toxic because you're not ready to receive it. Because eventually somewhere down the line, you're going to feel like, you know what? Damn, that wasn't toxic. Yeah. Like that, that person was actually keeping it 100 with me. Like mm-hmm. they were just being real with me about themselves and where they were and what they felt. And I sh- should have appreciated that versus being, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're toxic. Oh, I don't like this. It's not what I want. You know what I'm saying? Versus right. all of that. So I absolutely agree. If you're going to be in a situation, in a space, then you got to understand that it always takes two to tango. It always takes two to tango. It's never just going to be you, you know what I'm saying, on you. It's not going to be that. You know what I mean? Now, I definitely forgot. You know me. I always like to give, like, extra... Uh, Actual definitions uh-huh. of like <laughs> what shit is, what toxic or toxicity is, and it's the quality of being poisonous. You understand? Toxicity is a is the quality of being poisonous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poisonous. Well, Very think, harmful, mm-hmm. unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like conniving. Yeah. Manipulation and toxicity goes in together. It's where it's like, you know mm-hmm. that what you're doing mm-hmm. is wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, but you do it anyway. You know that what you're doing is detrimental, but you continue to do it anyway. You're aware. And in a sneakily manner. 
You know what I'm saying? That's where that insidious shit comes from, like in a sneakily manner on top of that. It's like you, you, know, you know what you're doing is wrong. And a lot of people do do that because a lot of people sometimes, even though when in a relationship, are still for self. And don't recognize that, that it takes a lot to compromise and not be selfish in a situation. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's like that Now, now I think the definition should definitely, I think that when the definition that you just broke down, mm-hmm. definitely in my mind falls heavily under manipulation. Yep. You know, overusing yep. it, I think, is when people use it for an excuse. They try to use it to justify things, and that's not really the case, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I think that when you are dealing with what that definition says, that's when you're teetering into manipulation. Yep. And yep. I, don't, I don't really have the answer for how to avoid manipulation besides looking at the signs and reading the signs for what they are. And sometimes that doesn't, that doesn't come very easily. No, it does not. That doesn't come very easily. That is a, almost like a, like a goddamn like trained skill, like an assassin, like a, no, like a, like, a like that's a trained skill to it have is. that type of discernment to is. where it's like, oh, you bullshitting me and you taking me for a spin. Mm. But I think that's when it gets into situations where you see on social media people keying motherfuckers' cars, yeah, people writing, people bashing out windows. Mm. I just seen a, a video that was sent to me about a woman that was trying to run a man over with the vehicle. Yes, running him, trying to run him over, and she ran into a wall, trying to run him over twice. She ran into the same wall twice, trying to run him over. And to me, I think that's where that falls into that manipulative realm. And that's when men get in that phase like, oh, well, women are crazy, or that, that, that bee is crazy. Ah, and then it's just like, no, wait a minute now. What? Let's go back. Because how did it get all the way to the point where this person wants to kill you, stab you, and do all these things to you? And if you didn't do anything didn't do to them, then so what you're saying is this person is, is chemically imbalanced mentally. Period. And you never noticed that they were chemically imbalanced to leave them or to tell them, hey, you need to seek psychiatric help. Nope. So when people say that to me, it's either, okay, so you feel like you were dealing with someone that should be in a psychiatric ward. Right. Or you fueled the situation to the point to where you thought it was a game. Right, and now that person is on a whole nother, whole nother type job, and you wasn't ready for it. And you weren't ready for that. And you wasn't ready for it. And a lot of times, and I say that a lot of times that like sometimes when you get these crazy situations, it's a lot of toxicity involved. When I say toxicity, specifically mm-hmm. manipulation, like it's just a lot of manipulation involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, are you telling me one thing a whole time in the back of your mind? You know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. So yeah. now when I react. To your toxicity. Yep. Why am I wrong? Yep. Oh, because as they say, I'm supposed to turn the other cheek. Right. That's what they said. But you know, sometimes turning the other cheek is not good enough. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. It's not. Sometimes turning the other cheek is not enough. It's not. But my thing is that I just, I just never want to be in a place... I know I can't say for everybody because, like she said, sometimes aggression has to meet aggression. Mm. Sometimes it is that it is it is that plain cut and dry. But for me and where I'm at, even still, like I feel like I've never even when I've been like treated like shit or I felt like I've been manipulated, mm. I never really wild out as far as I could wild out. Nah, me either. I don't think I've ever done that. Me either. 
I've never wowed out as far as I could wild out because there was some times and some instances where I really could have pushed that envelope hard. Yeah. But I just think that at the same point, it goes back down to one, moral compass, Mm -hmm. and two, you know, karma. Recognizing Mm -hmm. that, listen, if you believe in things come back to you tenfold, then you're going to be good. You're going to understand that, you know what, you got it. Right. Sometimes it's, it's one of those moments where, like, you got it. All right, because even if I didn't recognize something or I was, um, you know, being dismissive to the facts, you got it, bro. Mm-hmm. Because you, 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 <laughs> and sometimes you gotta let the universe handle that, and sometimes you gotta just let it know that you know, as number thirty-three, and when you see that number, when you see that God got it, right? Like you know, what? the angels got it because sometimes. Because I think at certain instances, before it gets to that, that, that certain level of toxicity, you really have to take a step back and say, damn, how did I aid and embed this situation? How did I get here? How did I really aid and embed this situation? Accountability. And that's another thing that's hard. And in certain situations, I know even still to this day, I might know some, but I might not want to hold myself accountable in, the, in your face. Right. I might want to wait and I'll get myself together and then might circle back and say, you know what? I was wrong for that. But initially, I might not say nothing. You get what I mean? I might have to say, all right, damn. I might have yet. to like, kind of like process that and say, okay, you know what? How did I, how did I let the situation or relationship get, get, get there? Well, I feel you. So I that's where I kind of, I think there's levels to toxicity, mm-hmm. but there's not levels, not levels to levels. Um, manipulation. Manipulation is manipulation, period. Yeah. Yeah, across the board. Across the board. There's no... You know when you you are, you know what I'm saying, intentionally manipulating somebody. Like, you know that shit, and that's just the bottom line. That's just the bottom line. But I absolutely agree with you. That's another thing I could have tied into, you know what I'm saying, accountability and toxicity, because they could go hand in hand. When you recognize certain things, when you recognize your toxic ways, then, you know what I'm saying? And again, it may not always be the other person. person. It may be you. And that's where the accountability comes in, where you got to be accountable for your own toxic ways. Like you said, how you, where did you aid in the bed this situation? Because mm-hmm. somewhere in there, you know what I'm saying? You're somewhere in there, you, 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 you contributed to it. Shit don't just happen like that overnight. Like you said, and I tell people that sometimes, even when I'm talking to guys, when I'm mm-hmm. talking to guys specifically that are telling me like, yeah, like this girl was great, da, 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 da. and I'm like, okay, well, what did you do? Right. Like, what makes you think, like you said, what makes you think a human being is just going to go off the rocker like that? Yeah. Unless they were already mentally disturbed. Yes. <laughs> like, unless they were already mentally disturbed. And if they was, then that's your fault. Yeah. Damn it. That's your fault for not picking up on their uh, disturbance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. otherwise, you got to know when you contribute to people being toxic or wilding out or whatever. You have to know when you contribute to that. But I'm damn sure about sick of it. The toxicity from everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick, low-key kind of sick of hearing it. Because, again, I always feel like when we hear toxicity, it's like a pointing finger. And nobody ever asks themselves, well, damn, am I toxic? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I toxic? It's always somebody else telling somebody, oh, well, you toxic. You're toxic. You're toxic. I've done that shit myself. You know what I'm saying? My, oh, you toxic. No, you toxic. No, you toxic. Nigga, we both toxic. How right. about that? Right. And I've been in situations like that, that where I looked at the situation. I'm like, damn, we both wilding. Literally, like we're damn, both we being both toxic being right now. Toxic so is all. Let's just hold that. 
Let's just hold it. Yeah. We, we both being toxic. It ain't no you toxic, I'm toxic. We're toxic together. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're riding a toxic train, baby. Right. We're on it. Choo-choo. Right. right. You feel me? It's like that sometimes, but you got to be accountable for that shit. And that's where I feel like also, too, um, also, if you know that you're not in a place to take on somebody else's emotions and their energy, then you might need to to really be taking that time to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you might really need to really take that moment to say, okay, you know what? This is not, this isn't going the direction that we want. And I did that in, a, in an instance before um, where I just felt like, you know what? Hey, dude, like I'm digging you. I, I, I love the situation, mm-hmm. but I don't love it enough to where we both are going to be so toxic to each other and so detrimental that if we do even want to rekindle, if we do want to have this love back again, if we do want to write, if we do want to really make this a thing, mm-hmm. we are going, I, not even we, I know I'm going to resent you that you put me through the ringer this hard. Right. For us to and be- now you want to sit here and, and want me to figure out how to love and show you affection, okay. time, care, and, and love, and, and you got me chopped. That's not, that's not real, y'all. And I feel like in, in order to not get to that place, sometimes you have to be the more mature person in the situation and say, you know what, let's take a beat. Right, let's take sure. a minute before this goes too far to where there's, nothing, there's not going to be anything left nothing for us to, to salvage. Yep. Because what's going to happen is now when you recognize that somebody's toxic and it makes you that mad and that irate, now you're trying to match that energy. Oh, yep. Now and you're, now you're not even moving from a pure place because now you're only doing what you're doing because they don't pissed you off. Okay. Low vibrational energy. Yes. You're not doing that. You're not fucking with that other dude. You're not fucking with that other girl because you genuinely want to. You're doing it because it's, it's the domino effect or the cause and effect of how that other person treated you. Point in case, I was watching The Shy. And um, Emmett and my girl Tasha. Okay. So Tasha was tired of being cheated on. So she said, let's have an open relationship. Okay. So her and Emmett out here living their best life, mm-hmm. having open relations. Okay. But my man Emmett's like, yo, I'm not with that. I don't oh, want to, oh. I don't want to share you, baby. Oh no. I don't want to do that no more, babe. Oh no. So then mm-hmm. it was, and their reconciliation conversation mm-hmm. was, was, all right, let's, she says, let's try to do our best. In our relationship. So before I go any further, he only agreed to the open relationship because he cheated on her so many times. Right. She was fucking, it was either we're going to do this or. Or, or it's a wrap for us. Yeah, we're done. But the fact that she said she wanted to have an open relationship wasn't because she's into having open relations. It was because she was doing that to be able to still, one, have her cake and eat it too with him. Has still have a father in the household when it comes down to her son. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, to be able to have a single lifestyle outside of him when she wants to. Yeah, because I sh- she deserved that right. at that point. Now, but I don't think... Now, see, now that's where we're not going to agree. Because I don't think she deserved that. No, I'm she, not saying she does. If Here's my thing. With, with situations like that, yeah. because they happen at the end of the day. Yeah. I've always said I'm not somebody that likes to subscribe to that. Okay. I get you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No. Where it's like, let's do the kind of tit for tat thing. If this is what you want to do, then this is what we're going to do to just make this kind of thing work. I get, but for some people, for some people, 
Shit, it works for them. But some people, that's what they want. They thrive on that shit. No, I got to disagree with you. Because I think the only reason why that situation is working for her is because she's she's meeting eligible niggas. She's meeting bachelors that's really got it like that. Okay. First of all, the one dude, Dante. Oh, my God. Dante. Okay? Dante had a bag already. Okay. You get me? So she, that was, she, he, she, she sold to him. He copped from her. Okay. They already had like a little cute little chemistry. Now, when sis decided to tell that man, Emmett, on the steps, nah. let's do our best, uh-huh. and then chose to get up, out the bed, catch the elevator, and meet Iman. In the hallway, tonguing that man down ah. after she said that the, that the whole Let's open relationship thing, right. She was already out she there. She was already strategic with her response. She was already That's out toxic. There. Okay, well, that, that was She's toxic. wrong. Yes, yes because okay. the thing is you, you manipulated you the, the situation. Tea. You didn't give it the whole thing. Yeah. You didn't tell me she went out, yes. she got out the, the bed. the finale, she got up out the bed, got primped up while he was asleep. And, and tiptoed. Yes, and tiptoed with him, with Iman. But the thing is, she met Iman, and Iman has a... Uh, a cannabis business. So she sells her edibles that she makes with Lala's character. So is she playing it as a no, business relationship? No, okay, so not. he knows that yes. she's fucking with the guy. Yes, okay. because he said he said to her, like, I know how to play my part. And then That's she, what Iman Yeah. Said. So then a couple minutes later <laughs> down the episode, she sneaks, she tiptoeing. Right. So okay. that's what I'm saying. To okay. me, it's different if she was me and other dudes like Emmett. Yeah. In his prime. She wouldn't be having no open relations. But because she's meeting bachelors that are eligible, that got a little, yeah, that got a little bit more than what she got already, now she's willing to play the game. You get what I mean? But when that well runs dry, then now you want to go back when you already, when you. Is she going to go back? You think she's going to go back? Well, no, they're still together. They're still married. They're still married. So my thing is, so though. So what's he doing, though? Nothing. He didn't, want to, he didn't want to have the open relationships. When they, when they decided to have an open relationship, then they both was messing with people. But he kept saying, like, yo, you can have these other dudes, but I know how to make your coffee. I know how to make your eggs. Yeah, but I that's know how to not, do certain that, things. See, and that's where it's manipulation on his part, though. Because Why? You only, because you only saying that because your black ass can't stop cheating. No. And now I'm going to go get some dick. That's what a lot but, of people do. But sis, what I'm like, we're saying not, let's, is... Let's not act like that, brother. You may know how to do all that, and you've known how to do all that for the last for the 10 last years, 10 baby. Years. But you've also been it. doing me dirty for the last 10 years. So don't tell, don't feel like, oh, we can't do this now because I want to join the squad. We're both out in the streets. But my thing is, she only came up with that open relationship idea because she was tired of being cheated and she still wanted to be with him. So my thing Isn't is... Isn't that what most people do? What? Do what? Most people... And they have a kid together or nothing? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people in that situation do that. A lo- I feel like a lot of... And I'm not even going to say men. I feel like a lot of women wind up getting to that point. Instead of being like, you know what? Fuck this fuck, shit. Fuck this is not working. You're disrespectful to me, mm-hmm, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, this is just not aligning. I want to be with somebody that's going to treat me with respect, et cetera, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Instead of just being like that, a lot of women compromise in that situation. One, because like you said, they want that family. Mm-hmm. That's above, above all else. I always hear women are like, I'm fighting for my family. Family. It's mm-hmm. not even necessarily that I want the nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's that I want my family. Yeah. I want my household. We had a child together. Sure. And the last thing I want to do is raise this child in a broken fucking home. You know what I'm saying? Like, we mm-hmm. got enough of that as black people. So I see that, to me, I see that a lot where yeah. women be like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do it this way. 
Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and deny that I don't want my family. I want my family. But what I can't tolerate is what you're doing and mm-hmm. you thinking that I'm going to sit here and just accept it. Right. That's now, what I can't do. Okay. I feel you. But now, mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. after you know that this partner no longer wants that. But just because he's, did he, he's, is he, he saying he no longer wants no, that? No, he said actions. No, his actions, <laughs> no. Based on the show, his actions has definitely showed he's that. He's not fucking no, no more. No, he's not fucking no more. He's not. He hasn't. He has not. He has not tiptoed. Okay. This, is not, this character is not the singer. Yes, Jacob Lattimore. Jacob. Yes, it is. This is Jacob. Okay. This is my boy. Okay, thought, That's why I'm going so hard know, for his character. I'm in my yeah, head. Nah, I'm in my nah. head, like picturing anybody him, and I'm like, who this knows gotta be his ass because every anybody, time I turned on the show, he had another fucking baby popping yeah, up. No, anybody knows me. And it knows wasn't okay. I love me some Jacob Lattimore. He's a Leo. How many kids he got in that and show? He has three kids. Three how many baby moms? Exactly. But no. she's the third baby mom. Girl, she's the third baby mom. You shouldn't even came into so, that girl. So now, my thing is this though. He turned the leaf. He's a business owner now. He he did. He tried the open relationship. They went to a sex club together. Like it wasn't like he wasn't open to okay. appealing to what it is that okay. she wanted. Okay. Okay. But he came back and was like, he came back with the Love Jones skit. Okay. Oh. Yes, he came back with the whole Love Jones scenario, black coat and all. All right. She was giving Nia. She was giving Nia. Yes. And but then it came down to like, listen, I can't do it because I I'm, I've grown. Right. And so now to me, in my, in, my wor- in my brain, him communicating that now at least two, three times in the show, yeah. and, and her knowing that, and in my mind, knowing that that's not who you really are, yeah. because you've always only just wanted him, you only started playing the field because you just scared that he's going to cheat again, I think that creates toxicity because you're not learning how to trust in the situation. Even though you've been hurt, yeah. you're not really trying to find the level of trust. So instead, you're choosing to be toxic. You're choosing to be manipulative, she's Tasha. Choo- she's, choosing she's choosing to choosing. join in. I'm going to say she's choosing to join in on the toxicity. She's choosing to join in on the level of toxicity because right. now you just looked that man in the face, told him you loved him, told him you're going to work on just being with just him, and y'all going to do your best. Because she said, let's not promise anything. It's let's just say we're going to do our best. And then you tiptoed and left out with, the, with, a, with, the same, with a different dude that same night. So now in my mind, that's manipulation. It's, to- it's toxic, but I guess the... The um, what? <laughs> what? Yes. No, it's bad Crickets. There's nothing it, no, to no, say. No, 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 no. I was looking for a word. As not didn't say nothing to say. I was looking for a word. It's not. It's. It is toxic. I'm not going to say that what she's doing is not toxic. That's not what I'm going to say. But what I'm going to say is that it's one of those things where I feel like it's a very thin line. Between the toxicity and the hurt and operating from a place mm-hmm. of hurt. Right. And that's why I say like it's borderline manipulation, but it's, it's, it's also operating from a place of hurt. Because oftentimes when you're in that space, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how can I trust? Especially mm-hmm. if, they, if they have not taken like a complete separation. No, that's what I'm saying. They haven't. Yeah, and, and I so think at that point when she decided to say, I want to still step out. And when it he sat down on the step, it should have been, let's take yeah, a separation. Let's take a, a minute. Separation. Whether we're married or not, let's take a separation yep. because I don't think I'm ready. Because, because she said it to the, him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. if I want that. Yeah. And then he kept trying to push her as the episodes went on. Right. And then she agreed to that. So then I feel like now that she's trying to still live that lifestyle that she agreed not to be a part of anymore. Right. Now it's, you're being gluttonous. 
And that goes back to my point to where for us as women and men, as young adults in our age bracket, we can't be gluttonous in every situation. Sometimes we got to really say, you know what, let me, let, let's, let's take a minute. Like, this ain't it. This ain't it. Because before I fuck up and make it worse, because when he finds out that she's fucking with Iman's character, he's going to be sick. He's going to be sick. He's going to be sick, but at the same time, if he, lo- if he love her the way that he claimed he love her, he's going to hold it the fuck down. You know why? Because he's going to recognize that what he, did to, what he did to her over the years. I get it. That's why I say it's but why the, I got to take all that? It's set. It's fucked up. I, that's crazy. I literally was just saying this to Nate earlier. I was like, why does it have to take? And I forget whose situation we was talking about. But it was like, why does it have to take a girl, a woman, literally like saying, Fuck you to their husband, to their boyfriend, to their mate. You know what I'm saying? Like, why does it take that for you to then be like, oh my God, I got this diamond here that I've been like just shitting on. Mm-hmm. And and I really been fucking with like Cupid Saconians out here. Mm-hmm. And I got a diamond in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And now this diamond don't want to be here no more. And I'm sick. The audacity of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The audacity of me that she want to play the same game that I've been playing with her for the last X amount of years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make it right. right. I'm not saying it makes it right. I don't think it makes it right at all. It's one of the things where you got to be like, you know what? Let's just, let's, let's take this time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's dip out. But most people don't do that. Most most people want their cake and to eat it too. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Most people want their cake and to eat it too. So it's like, yeah, well, if you're going to be here... Cool, I'm gonna allow you to be here and I'm still gonna do my thing. Yeah. Cause you still wanna be here. Like, yeah. you here. What you want me to do? It's fucked up. It's super fucked up. <laughs> it is. I'm not gonna deny it's not. It's absolutely fucked up that, like, it takes a hurt and a hurt and a hurt for people to be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Versus just seeing, like, yo, What's up? Either we gonna do this or we not gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why well, I gotta hurt you? You hurt me. Hurt you? You hurt me. That's why I be saying like I'm not interested to play in playing the game with nobody. No. With nobody. You know no. what I'm saying? Not the nigga I'm dating. Not nigga future dating. Yeah. I'm not no. interested in playing the game and with think, nobody because that whole tit for tat shit yeah. is toxic in itself. Yeah. That yeah. whole tit for tat shit. Oh, you do this. Oh, I'm gonna go do this. Oh, you ain't call me. Oh, I ain't gonna call you. Oh, you are oh, we ain't speaking three days. Oh, we I'm not doing that shit. If yeah. I fuck with you, I fuck with you, and that's just it. Mm-hmm. Until you blatantly show me that you don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. That game. That whole yeah. that whole fucking game is toxic. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I've never been good at it. Um, because I feel like when I like someone or when I communicate something to someone, mm-hmm. I say what I mean. Mm-hmm. And now I can't always say I mean what I say. Cause I do some shit. See? I do do some shit to where I tell a motherfucker, no, nah, I don't want, I don't want this, I don't want that. But low key underneath the surface, I really want that. So, but I be trying to play the game, and I and I held and I held myself accountable in one conversation recently. Mm-hmm. And I said that when and I said to the person, I said, when you asked me a question in December, I should have answered it truthfully, and I didn't. Ooh, I've been there. I've been I, I should have told I you the truth. And I said, and I lied to you. And I said, and that is what caused the domino effect of all the fuck shit that I've experienced with you since then. Because in that moment, instead of me just being real with how I fell and being real with what it is and not Mm -hmm. being worried about what your response was going to be. I kept. I kept to you. When I knew right then and there in December that I knew I wanted something else. But I said, you know what? I'm about to play the game with this motherfucker. 
And I played that game for seven months. And then you got fucking sick. And, and I got like, sick. I don't want to play this fucking game And then I no said, more. I can't play this no more. Mm-hmm. Because cause this, got me, this got me shook. My little shit is fucking in shambles. Fucked up. And I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm fucked up. I played, nah, not seven months. I played that shit for five months. Fucked up I'm out fucked here. up out here. And I'm really moving foul as hell. Yeah. Because then even when I wanted to go tit for tat, I couldn't even muster the courage to do it because I felt like, damn, if I get caught, I'm fucked up I'm even fu- worse. I'm still fucked up. <laughs> I'm fucked up I'm even worse. But up. I can honestly say the minute that I said that to that person... It brought a whole different type of clarity because I think they were waiting to hear that. To keep it a hundred. Yeah, I think they were waiting to hear that because it was on some shit like I knew that bitch. Right. I knew that little shit, little baby. Around here, but you wanted to be. But I thought it was better to be toxic and play around instead of just being true to what it was and what I wanted. wanted. And then, and I think that goes back to. And I said it to this person as well. I said, I wouldn't have dealt with as much fuck shit that we've been through if I would have been honest in, yep. from December. From mm-hmm. December till now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, and that's mm-hmm. where I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us as individuals, I'm not even just saying women, as individuals, mm-hmm. please know that the honesty, even as much as you're scared to say it, it really is going to be what sets you free and lets you know if this is the situation and this is something I need to be in or I don't need to be in. But trying to be manipulative or downplay where you're at and what you're feeling, that's not a thing. It's never the way. It's never the way. And it's, it's never going to get you hurt in the long run. It is. And, and that's what it was. Get you hurt in the long but run. I think because I'm dealing with somebody who low key, no, who high key feels the same way as me, mm-hmm. when I finally mm-hmm. said it, I think it was more so reassuring to yeah. that person mm-hmm. than it was intimidating to that person. It was like a relief. Yes. It was like a relief. Like, yeah. Oh, damn, finally. Right. So I think that is something that I think us as people, we need to kind of get a little bit more comfortable with because being honest from the rip, mm-hmm. honestly, will save us. Because that maybe if I would have yeah. said what I said in December... I wouldn't experience what I, what I felt in February and mm-hmm. March, mm-hmm. you know, in June. Like, it w- whatever the timeline was, I wouldn't have been able, I wouldn't experience it because I either would have spared myself mm-hmm. of the heartache because that person would have said, oh, now nah, I'm good. Right, right or then and there. it would have been, I wouldn't have to worry about it because it would have been straight bliss. Right, like, okay, well, that's what we're going to work toward. You know what I'm saying? I exactly. can't say it's going to happen overnight. Right. But- that's what we're going to work towards. That's right. going to be our goal. No, I've right. definitely been there with the, with the cap and shit to try to, you know, just kind of play the situation or not feel like, more so not to feel like I'm the one being extra. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to feel like I'm the one that's like, well, we should have a relationship. Da, 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 da. Not to feel like that. And so, you know what I'm saying? You'll be like, no, well, yeah, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool with this. I can do mm-hmm. this. Whole time it's like... And I played that card now in I want a many, I played that card in many situations. You and me both. Many you situations both. I played that card. And, and it's right. not it's not cool because I looked I listened to um last note before we segue out of the thick body. Mm-hmm. I listened to a um Steve Harvey in the morning mm-hmm. and they were reading the strawberry letter. Shirley Strawberry. I love the strawberry. And 
she basically was talking about a letter about a guy who met a woman mm. and she said, you know, I'm not ready for a relationship. Mm. And um, she ended up coming over. They went on a date. They had sex one of the first times that they hung out. Mm. He said how immaculate it was and how great it was. But he said, I'm starting to fall for her. So then they have been having sex all summer and they went out and with her friend, with his friends and they, they did like a little trip and she shared her Instagram with, her, with his friends. She gave a lap dance to one of his other friends and he said, I was embarrassed. Like, I felt stupid. He's like, because nobody knew the status of where we were at with our relationship. And he said, and I was kind of embarrassed because I didn't know if these guys thought this was my girl. And he said, but I have feelings for her. And I was kind of a little infuriated because she was living her best life as we were all partying all over the weekend. Now, even though my friends weren't there the whole time and I only invited them up for the night, we still had a great weekend together. I made sure of it. But He's like, I'm really falling for her. And so she said to him, I guess, why well, the course of the weekend, like, stop pouting. Like, I'm starting to have feelings for you or whatever the case may be. And so he was like, you know, is there a way for me to still make love to her and have sex with her but not get feelings attached? And there's, there's no, no way at this not. point because yeah. you've already, you already addressed and acknowledged that you have a deeper emotions, but this person already told you that they don't want the same thing as you. So now you feel like either one, she's running game because she's now saying she has feelings for you. So you don't know if you should believe it or not right. because you've just seen her actions in a different setting. And then, you know, then uh, the other men on the show, because Steve Harvey wasn't on there, but mm. Tommy and um, the comedian, I can't think of his name right now, I know what you're about. but they were pretty much saying like, dude, like. You got, you, like, this is perfect. She don't want no relationship. You have great sex. Just have sex and keep it pushing. But you can't. Enjoy yourself and keep it pushing. Don't get caught up in all that extra stuff about you want to be in a relationship. And I think that is where it goes back to what they made a comment of. When people ask you for something, give it to them. When people ask you for something, give it to them. If you go in the store and you say, I want some Air Maxes. They're not about to give you Converse's. When you go into the store and say, I want Louis. They're not about to try to convince you to buy Prada. Nope. So therefore, when someone says, oh, I don't want this and I don't want that, that is the quickest indication, one, to protect yourself. Right. Don't get caught up as much as you can and give them what they want. Give them and what they want. And let's be honest. Because they sound like an older, you know what I'm saying, older meaning like they're not 20s. No, they're in their 30s. Right, exactly. We, we, like, we, at this point, I feel like you know what you can and cannot handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you can and cannot handle. You know whether or not you're the type of person that can have sexual relations with somebody and keep it pushing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're the type that when you lay down, it's like, oh, well, I mean, well, how are you feeling about right. this? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get to a certain age where it's like, you know. You know what you can and cannot do. You know what you're capable of. You know what you're ready to share. So it's like, if you know that okay, when I lay down, potentially I might start having feelings for this person because of the spiritual connection, because of the physical connection, because of the intimate connection that we have, then I don't need to fucking do it. I don't need to do it. Especially if I know I want a relationship, you don't. Because once you start having sex with somebody, it is going to complicate things on a thousand. And that's just bottom line. There's really no way around it. Again, unless you are one of those people that can habitually, you know what I'm saying? Like, just have sex. Like, oh, no, that was fun. It was a fling. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? If you're not that, just chill. Just chill. You know what I'm saying? And you want a relationship? Like, if you're not that and you want a relationship, just chill. Just chill. Focus on you. Do you. Get all the toys in the world. I don't know why y'all niggas act like it's not toys out there for Mm y'all. Because Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Men always got something to say. 
Side note before we panties down. Men always got something to say about the women and they toys. Go get you some fucking toys. How about that? Yes. Because there are a I number. I nipple vibrator ones for, you know for, like, for men. There are a number of different toys for y'all. I've used them. Mm-hmm. Stop playing. There's a number of different toys for y'all to use if you're not sexually active. You don't need an actual physical pussy and body. You really don't. Not mm-hmm. to get off. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious all the time. That's why y'all be so mad about women and our toys because we recognize that. I don't always need a full fucking body to get my nut. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's just bottom line. Okay. And you don't either. Well, y'all, she missed me on that point because she know I don't. No, I'm saying, well, that's, you're mm-hmm. not, you've always been like that though. You've mm-hmm. always been like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm somebody that, yeah, if my nigga go on vacation for two weeks, I'm not going to go give me some dick. Oh, yeah, no. I'm going to go rub it out. Yeah. My nigga, I'm going to go and get she, my she's going to rub it out and I'm going to just sit I'ma tight and be like, okay, I'm going to just wait. You know what I'm saying? She's going to thug it out. I'm going to just wait. I'm, gonna, I'm still going <laughs> to get my shit wet. You got me fucked up. That's just what it is because it's available to me. And don't yeah. nobody know my body like I know my body he might know it well he might know it well that's a fact but i know every nook and cranny and look of this motherfucker you feel me right that's just that on that yes all right so that was part one that was part one of 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 toxic relationships Uh and that segment was toxicity yes manipulation and overuse overuse of toxic the word toxic Mm -hmm. Next, I don't even know if we want to tell y'all what's next. Oh no, we ain't telling them nothing. Oh y'all gotta wait then. Y'all Cause I did that wait. episode. Yup. Yeah, y'all gotta wait. Y'all gotta wait till the next episode. It's gonna be lit, but it's gonna be yes. part two of this toxic shit, this dating shit in 2021. That's really the whole thing. It's dating and relationships in 2021. You know what I'm saying? And that first one was toxicity. It's overuse and manipulation. And the next one, y'all gonna have to fucking stay tuned. We're not even gonna give it to y'all like that. Mm-mm. But these panties down. What we got, sis? It's a very simple story. It's not long. It's very short. You see, it's a snail trail story. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> I just a, found out what that was. Right. It's a snail trail story. So if you know, you know, a lot of ladies be out here wearing no panties with sundresses and stuff. And some of us just cannot do that. Or we try and it's a big fucking mess. And that's not, it's just unpleasant for every all parties involved so my little embarrassing story was that i um was attending a family cookout wasn't my family you know what i'm saying but it was a family cookout that i was attending and i was very hot it's been so hot this summer it's been 90 plus a whole bunch of days and i attempted to not wear drawers ha and see, and, and I tell her all the time, I can't go without wearing drawers because I, I perspirate too much when I don't have panties on to wear like little droplets will be coming down to my kneecaps. So for her to be out here in the brick of heat, I tried. She tried it. I tried, y'all. It was so hot. I just wanted air. I just wanted some air. Like you ever sat in a car? driving with the windows down or with the air on and your legs open and you got a dress on it's like yes but you weren't in that setting babe I know, I know. at all not even close so long story short at the time i sat down the entire time like i didn't move and i kind of felt it you know what i'm saying like as i'm sitting here i was like well i know i didn't peel myself like what's going on and you know I, there was a little snail trail left when it was time to go 
But that wasn't my business once it was time to go. It was just time to go. I, I was not going to do. It wasn't going to come out immediately. What I'm going to do, go in somebody else's house and get dish stuff and or detergent and all of that and try to, like, wipe it out. That was yes. impossible at that time. So I got up and I left. And that's just that. So. I'm mad, at, I'm mad it followed your thigh. Sorry, y'all. Huh? I said, you, it re- I'm mad that it really followed your body. Yeah, I know, right? Because I was trying to scooch out the chair because I didn't know. So I was trying to, like, you know what I'm saying? Scooch up out the chair. And it was just a, like a. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> you know when you see a snail? When you know a snail came up your steps and you see that little mucus trail? I hate you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That little mucus trail. It's a little snail trail. That's all. <laughs> It happens, and I know I ain't the first, and I ain't going to be the last. Straight like that. Yeah. Signing off. Now, see, that's that was my embarrassing panties down. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we got to embarrass ourselves. Shit. It is what it is. All things fall together. All right. All right. All right. Until part two. Stay tuned. Get locked in. I love it. Um, L&L. Hashtag Ellen Hill at Ellen Hill. What's up? Okay. At ladies in the letter N lingerie on Instagram. At we ladies in I know we, <laughs> we both did the did same that. noise. I thought all of our ladies in lingerie 03 at gmail.com for your comments, questions, and concerns. If you have uh, topic ideas, mm. if you have anything that you want to share with us, we are open to all things possible. Mm. So we want to hear it, we want to share it, we want to indulge in it, and we want to give you guys what you want to hear and week after week, week after, after week. week. So definitely let us know. So I think that's gonna really segue out. I feel like we're we're done. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, it's your girl, Brittany J, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Lil Clappers, a.k.a. Baby Stallion, Smooches. Okay. Miss Blanco, a.k.a. The Young Girl by Goddess, a.k.a. Your Favorite Brown Sugar Ball D. Toodles. 